Welcome back. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Warming up those vocal cords. <laughs> oh, she's the original Ursula. Yeah. You poor unfortunate soul. Wait, what was her name when she transformed? Vanessa. Vanessa, you're the original bad. Vanessa. Oh my god, Vanessa's a bad bitch. I didn't know you could sing. Oh, you know, she's one of many talents, this wow. one. Did you not know she could uh, steal your voice and your man as well? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> All right. So it's been, it's been seven days for the viewers. And or for the listeners. You're not viewers, you're listeners. For the listeners. But it's <laughs> been... And about 30 seconds for yeah, us. It's been about 30 seconds for <laughs> us. So how's your last 30 seconds been, guys? <laughs> Get up to anything interesting? Yeah. This is what I learned in the last 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I learned in the last 30 seconds that I cannot vape. Yeah, fucking too Yeah, yeah vaping is not for me, especially when you've got to do it really quickly. Um, chug, 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 chug. <laughs> yeah, I nearly just coughed up my lungs. Just I'm there. a vapor. I'm off the fags. You're off the fags. I'm off the fags. I'm three. Oh, no, I'm not. Th- I had one last night. Oh, God. Oh, well, um, I, haven't, I haven't properly been smoking for like three weeks now. Is, yeah. that, is that part of a New Year's resolution for you? Well, no. Like I spoke about on our little, on our surgery episode, uh, which would have been two weeks ago. Last I, week. Um, two weeks ago. No, you're right. You're right. Two weeks ago is um, I was, um, I'm giving up drinking for seven months as of January 1st. For seven months. So you seven set months. your mind to this. You're definitely doing it. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Right, I said this in front of my flatmate the other night. And my flatmate Jack nearly launched me off my chair for saying it. Is that I'm going to do these seven months off the booze, off the fags, off everything. Like completely clean and green for seven months. But then I was thinking that I might just see how I feel at the end of it. And maybe just not, not drink again. Because like I was a club manager for years. And... And then I hosted clubs and I've done all sorts of stuff. I, I feel like I've drank enough for a lifetime. Honestly, I've drank enough and I've smoked enough. And I think if I can do seven months, what is the need that I have inside me to go, um, to go? okay, well, now I need to do it again because I can. Because technically I could for the next six, seven months. Like they haven't told me you have to stop drinking. But I want to do it. I want to do it so when I have the surgery, I'm the healthiest that I can possibly n- be and know that I am really, really healthy. And then I think m- maybe I just won't drink anymore. Yeah. Because I, um, I'm able to have a really good time all the time, you know. And as well, I've, I've noticed that in the last year, even off of two or three drinks, I've had two or three drinks today, it's like fucking 11am, but I've had like two or three drinks already, I get really, really bad memory loss. I'll have Mm. full conversations with my friends. My flatmate pulls me up on it a lot. Even if I'll go out for a couple of drinks after work and go home, I'll get home at like eight o'clock and I have no recollection of any conversations that I've had with them. And I'll wake up the following day, get ready, go to work, come home. And I'll be like, oh my God, guys, if anything happened, they're like, yeah, you told me, you told me last week. Um, yeah, not, sorry, not last week. You told me last night. And I don't remember it. And I feel like I'm working really hard for a really good life. And why the fuck do I want to forget all of that? But some, some of the best times you can have are the f- ones that you forget but and i've had them i've had them. like last I've weekend was my birthday and i cannot remember very much of it but i've had all but of i had i had a whale of a time i've had all of the forgotten nights you know like i used m- m- i used to drink like six seven nights a week like i used to drink 
all the time. I think working in nightlife can definitely make turn you into like a um a subtle alcoholic. Functioning. Or functioning alcoholic. Yeah. So um I went to the doctors recently and they asked me how many units of alcohol I drank a week. So I was like, oh, well, how many should I be drinking a week? And they were like 14. And yeah, but like, that's ridiculous. Their guidelines I was drinking dumb. 64 units of alcohol in a three to four day period, just yeah. based on the fact that as a DJ, throughout the night, whether I get drink tokens or not, people buy me drinks. So sometimes I've got like maybe two or three drinks by the DJ booth with me and they're like double... Yeah. They're like double whiskeys and Cokes or double spice rum and whatever. Yeah. And I can drink about eight of them before I even, in my mind anyway, start to feel like I'm drunk or inebriated. And I just feel like my tolerance for alcohol has gone up a lot more than what it was before I was drinking Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's funny that you say your tolerance has gone up because I feel like as I'm getting older, my tolerance is completely depleted. Okay. Like I, I, I notice a difference in me after like two drinks. I think like, oh, and I make decisions that I wouldn't necessarily make or, uh, and things like that. After and two drinks? Yeah, I'm serious. What yeah. are you drinking though? Because I feel like just gin and the tonics way that I react or on... whatever. Like, like just normal drinks. I'm not okay. like, I'm not having like six Long Island iced teas or anything. Like just normal drinks. I can feel wine drank. after, maybe like wine I can feel after two glasses. Whereas maybe like um, my favourite drink, spice rum and ginger beer, I can have quite a few of them before I start to feel like right, I'm rocked. And then maybe I need to yeah. go outside and have some fresh end and I feel licked. Like, do you I, know what I mean? I, so, in conclusion, in I'm, gi- <laughs> I'm giving up booze and fags and everything um, January 1st for seven months. But, but yeah, that, good that on I'm, you. I'm not going to put a time limit on it and I might just not drink anymore. I think I, I, I'm... I think a lot about it. And, and as well, like, I feel like sobriety has been coming for me for a while and I... And I yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm, just, I, I, just, I don't know how I feel. Are you just going to be like one of those cunts that preach about it though? No. Like like a vegan? No, I'm just going <laughs> to... No, but but I don't... But but Anthony, I don't eat meat. I haven't eaten meat for four years. And I, the only times that you hear me say I don't eat meat is when somebody tries to feed it to me. I think okay, that's be. true actually. Like, you yeah. don't hear me be like, oh, I don't I, I don't agree with what... You, I never preach to anybody about what they're eating. Um, I never tell anybody that they should do this, should do that. I... I Live your life. I don't give a fuck what you eat. But I'm I'm never going to be that person who's like shaming somebody for having a drink. I'll be the person who's just doing their own thing and trying to be the best they can be, you know? So that's that's my New Year's. Okay. Well, I think as long as your New Year's resolution includes not shoving your choices onto other people, no, we can all get will. behind you. It never will. I promise. I never will. <laughs> and I'm still going to come on here. Babe, you... Although I'm you sure d- you've got enough men you behind me. you anyway. <laughs> you know me. As, even having a conversation with me at like 12 o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday, I speak exactly the same as I do when I'm fucking wasted on a Saturday night. I'm the same person 24-7. Yeah. I just want to remember my life. Yeah. You know? And there's nothing wrong with wanting to remember your life. Yeah. Like, I want, sure. I, I'm working really hard. So I'm My like, friend do a really good job. It's just all about the communication. The selfies the next day. I would say that one of my re- New Year's resolutions... Have we gone on to me? Have I just taken that over? No, go, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Uh, one of my New Year's resolutions is to give up smoking tobacco, like cigarettes. It's just a force of habit. Like, I don't really need to smoke And it stinks, cigarette. doesn't it? It's, oh. yeah. I don't smoke that often, so like all that much. So maybe like in a day, I'll smoke like two or three cigarettes maximum. And those are maybe after meals or something like that. But there's no benefit to smoking it. But what I don't want to be, like you said, is one of those picture people or one of those people that are like, 
I'm doing this and I'm definitely going to do it. And then a couple of weeks later, you see them doing exactly what they said they're not going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm what my aim is, is that I smoke three, two to three cigarettes a day. I aim to cut down on that in the new year. I'm not going to give myself a specific target. I'm just going to smoke less in 2020. Sure. And like just try and work on um, general health. So mental and physical. I think sometimes though, when you put when you do set a goal and you put that out there, obviously I completely understand where you're coming from as well. Like you don't ever want to be like, I'm doing this. I'm and then doing this. They do it all the time, publicly. every year yeah. and they fail it like <laughs> straight away as well sometimes. And then what happens, it's the pressure of the expectation that you've put on yourself yeah. that ends up eating you up the most. Cause you're like, oh, I've gone around now and told everybody that I was going to do this. And then maybe you've decided that maybe, you know what? You don't want to do it anymore, but you've told everybody that you need, you know what everyone needs to do in the new year? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, show results. Chill the, <laughs> chill yeah. the fuck to- out. Yeah. Chill the fuck out. Stop talking about what you're going to do. And just maybe just get on and do it then. Like, do you know what I mean? Spend less time talking about what you're going to do and do what you say, do what you think or say or you feel you want to do. Do you get what I mean? Okay, we spoke yeah. about this before, didn't we? Let's about talk. showing your results. And let's let people, and let's yes. see people like, yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to really preach about anything that I'm going to so do. This, this you'll just see me doing shit and you'll be like, oh, look. So your news organization, quit the fags. Quit, yeah, yeah, quit, quit the fags. Quit honey. the fags. Quit the bullshit. Yeah. Common theme going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Are so you I'm, giving anything up? I want to I wanna quit You want to quit smoking? smoking? Is that 100%. tobacco and weed? Both. Yeah? I think... I'm I'm quite hell bent on the idea of quitting weed now. Yeah, you've you've been talking about this for a while. Quitting it completely or cutting down? Like when you say you want to quit weed, do you mean like you never want to smoke weed again, or you'll smoke it like once every now and again? Like well, it, if you were going to someone's house and there's a joint going, will you have a tote? Well, it's a question of like what I, what I can do and what's what's feasible for me to actually do. Obviously, I would like to be at a point where I could just take or leave it, but. I just don't know, like, mentally at the moment, if I'm at that point, I feel like I might just have to... I don't know, because I tried to quit and I, like, completely went cold turkey for, like, three weeks. And I do, on some level, think, oh, do you know what? Cold turkey is just the best way. Like, don't give yourself any sort of temptation. But then the other part of me thinks, okay, well, by this third week, after I'd got through, like, the hardest part, I was at a point where I was like, I am going insane. Like... I just need to smoke. And that first day I did actually enjoy it. So if I'd had smoked on that day and then just stopped again straight afterwards and carried on with my, air quotes, sobriety, (laughs) then I'm sure everything would have been fine. But it's the fact that I was like, just basically went balls to the wall and smoked at home more every day for like three, four days, which just wasn't necessary. So I think... If I have that willpower to keep it in check of doing, like smoking once or twice a month, then... I didn't smoke from June up until maybe like the end of October because I just wasn't in the right mental place to be smoked. Yeah, Yeah, you went to a different place when you smoked it. Yeah, Yeah. and and it was the best thing I ever did. Like I had, I was full of life and I was able to just... All the things that I was scared about stopped smoking before yeah. I was able to do. So like yeah, when it got yeah. to night time, if you have a full active day, by the time it gets to like nine, ten o'clock, you're tired naturally anyway and you just yeah. want to go to bed. 
Um, so it was about um, just changing certain habits. I've started smoking a bit again, but yet again, my tolerance now has gone right down on that. But this is so, my issue with it, is that then it creeps back in. It creeps back in, but it's about how it creeps back in. Are you one of them people who smoke from 7am in the morning till 12 o'clock at night? Yes, sir. Like, do you get me? If you some people who are like bit. functional <laughs> weed smokers, I can't do that. I couldn't get up in the morning, have a joint and expect to do anything no that's me like do you get what i mean though. whereas like, if i'm gonna smoke it has to be like once the sun's gone down and it's dark and bedtime is soon like mm -hmm. do you know what i mean but yeah all that's changed now like i just feel like i'm very much more in control of how i handle a puff on a joint okay yeah okay well that's just like one of the things that i'm trying to address so i don't know 100 what else are you gonna give up i so it's not about giving up it's yeah. about taking on <laughs> and what i realized was when i was trying to quit weed before, you're gonna start crystal meth instead yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'd love to see you with a nice set of methy teeth <laughs> yeah <laughs> always wanting the best for me <laughs> um no do you know what when i when i did quit weed i realized that i was getting bored in certain points Sure. of my progress and there were times when like my smoker friends were busy my non-smoker friends were busy so i and there were times when i was legitimately bored and i was thinking what can i do to fill the time and this sounds really fucking gay but like a couple nights ago i signed up to childline to be a volunteer oh that's so cute can you do that from home i don't know but i think even if you travel in for like a few hours a week do you know what I mean? If I'm on a Sunday, like it's a Sunday and I'm just, I would need something to distract me from smoking anyway. And I've already done yoga or some other boring shit. And I've already drank three nights that week. Do you know what I mean? And there's just- I love that for you. That's great. A void that needs to be filled. Yeah. I think I realized after that whole gay dad thing, I know that it really wasn't that dramatic, but all of that shit that just went down with them and the fact that it showed me just how, like, what bad people they were and how they had... Can we talk about that briefly? I don't feel sure. like the other... I think Barry's the bad one. I think the other one's the one that's... that's one. Yeah, that's how it was portrayed. Yeah, I think the other or one... Or do you think the quiet one is the bad one? No, I think the quiet one is... He's the good one. People actually... And he's been, he's been bullied, I think. It, Barry sounds awful. Like, really, really scary. And... um. He, you, I totally feel like the other one's been is trapped in that relationship. Definitely sounds like a cult. Like a yeah, but Barry runs the cult. Darren, no, I don't New really Year's have, resolution. Don't really have any. I think I've already given up smoking, which has been a bit of a process recently. And you were just like, telling us why that was when we went recording, though. Why? Why is it that you gave up smoking? I don't know. I just feel like it's just not healthy. Sometimes I feel like my heart beats a bit faster when I smoke. So really my body's saying that I can't smoke anyway. And other than that, just really give a fuck a bit less. I think things stress me out, have stressed me out this year, like work especially. I'd get stressed out, you know, if someone acts a bit fake. You just got to accept there's fucking fake idiots in this world. Yeah. Just accept it. Doesn't, all me stressing about it, it's going to make that heart a little bit worse. And also smoking just doesn't help any of that shit. Do you know what I mean? All of the, all of the other stuff I feel that like me and you would like to improve on or like many smokers would like to improve on a lot of the time weed can be the thing that stands in the way of that oh i meant tobacco but weed as well oh. obviously 
So no, no, no giving anything up, just like stop caring. I think just continue, yeah, with what I've been doing. Obviously dating a bit more. Dating's a numbers game, as I said, so yeah. that's probably my biggest one. Get back dating again. Um, and I think, yeah, that should How are you going to do that twenty twenty? I think so, yeah. I'm not really one to, uh, I don't mind going out, but I'm a bit old now. Obviously, I'm the oldest one here. I was having this conversation with my friend Alice the other day because she's completely against getting on the apps. And I said, like, hun you have to join them because you are not going to beat them. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is how the world works now. You know, like we, if you want to meet somebody, you meet online. That's how it works. I mean, I, like it's very rare that you meet somebody outside of online these days in terms of dating. But I was actually thinking about this on the way here because I thought, oh, a lot of the time when we have guests on Danny and we'll be chatting to them about dating and stuff, a lot of time we'll say to them like, oh, are you on the apps and that? But what are our alternatives? Because my alternatives on an app currently are not very bright. Yeah, because the only alternatives, if if it sets the complete precedent of dating, exclusively dating, that's what it's for. What are you going to do? Go speed dating? Go to single socials? You know, like this... apps is the way to go it's it's just so hard i i I empathize a lot because obviously i live with two gay guys as well all my all my friends are gay guys um is that i think that dating for gay men in london is so difficult now because everything just becomes about sex and and if somebody wants something other than that you honestly have to go through like you're right it's a numbers game you have to go through a hundred people who just want sex before you find someone who wants anything a bit more. But also, like, can we move away from the apps? What? I what? don't think so. I think we're too far gone. Like, I, like I honestly believe that. Like, I don't, I don't believe that you can, you can beat this. This is the way that people meet now. Well, it's a, it's the, it's the area that we're in now. We're in a technology area. Yeah. Era, yeah. And um, your mobile phone is glued to your hand, and in that you have the ability to order a cab, order food. Order clothes, mm-hmm. order a dick. Like, do you know what I mean? And, and oh, yeah. it, 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 everything's at your fingertips right now. So, of course, like... Well, we're this, talking about dating. Well, this, yeah, it's, right. It's, so the generation that we now live in has made dating something that is... Instead of going on blind dates or doing it the way, the old-fashioned way, it's a new type of way. And that is maybe for some people or a lot of people is dating via your mobile phone via and an also app. like i feel like even if you changed your own mindset and you were like no i'm not going to go on the apps i'm going to go to a bar or a club or whatever and i'm going to meet someone that's you changing your mindset but 99% of the the rest of the population doesn't have that mindset totally. because you go out with your friends right so if i'm out with say i'm out with three of my friends I'm out with those three friends and I ain't looking to meet more friends. I don't want to speak to no more friends. I'm mm. fine. I don't want to meet new people in a bar. I've gone there to experience those three people's company for that period of time because anybody knew that I want to meet, I'm going to meet, well, if, 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 when I was dating, I'll meet you on fucking Hinge, sweetheart. I'll meet you on Bumble, whatever, whatever the stupid apps are. Um, because when I go out, I'm going out now to experience it. Whereas I remember going to bars and two clubs to, to pull. To pull. Yeah. yeah, like I remember going out when I was like 18, which is, which is before, but in Instagram didn't happen until I was like 21. So like all of that stuff, it came way after. But do you not still like hope, like have a hope in the back of your mind? Like I might meet someone when I'm out tonight. 
but it was but babe when have you ever met somebody in a club and it's turned into a relationship i'm such a romanticist like no if you meet somebody out you meet someone out it's sex well no see, i've got every person that i've dated you've had a relationship with anyone yeah, i've had a relationship <laughs> <laughs> anyone that i've had a relationship with i've met them out face to face for me it's the opposite so i would say that um Dating well, dating apps or social media sex apps, whatever you want to call them, is for hooking up and for instant gratification. And then anyone who I'm going to most probably end up in a relationship with, it would have been like an instant connection on the dance floor, like some type of really? eye exchange or like, you get me? I've been introduced to them by somebody, but I've never dated any. I've never... I, yeah, I don't think I've ever hooked up with anybody. So what's, what are you doing? Making faces at me. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever... No, I haven't ever got with anybody off of an app. Other than the guy that I'm currently with, every boyfriend I've ever had, I've met on an app. Right, so it's MySpace. MySpace, I've got, I had one boyfriend off of MySpace. Well, that, that shows... I mean, I don't but even that was, know if that's up for discussion. <laughs> in 2003. That, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, on, yeah, but nothing like, no grinder, no chappy, mis, no... Mr. Whatever they're like, called. Darling, I know we're looking backwards, but... <laughs> <laughs> a telescope into the past. <laughs> That's how old I am. I remember dating somebody off of MySpace. Yeah. Um, so. Okay, let's move on. All right, cool. Okay. Thanks. Okay, so we're going to do a celebrity resolutions section right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what resolutions do you think we can come up with for celebrities that need our help? Okay. Let's start with Prince Andrew. <laughs> I haven't followed this story at all, and I keep seeing okay, references. Stop talking. To it. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm going to be quiet. Right, so, my, go, you guys go. Right, so good, yeah, you start off, Darren. What's your resolution um, for Prince Andrew? Go and live somewhere quiet, and just live a very quiet life from that one, and don't be so randy. Although, do you know what I heard? I heard that the, I heard that this whole interview that he did was it, like initiated by the royals, so that it would be such a car crash. They could then be like, okay, let's get him out of the spotlight. No, but you do realise that Prince Andrew is the Queen's favourite son. That's her baby. She yeah, that's to... why she's getting him out of the spotlight. Oh, she's trying to get him out of the spotlight. Well, yeah. All she's done is thrown him straight into that. For oh, now. For, for now. But that's well, like long term. So she's thrown him under the bus. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, quickly, you'll drop all of your responsibilities. You won't have anything to do with the royal family. So that um, he can do it in, he can be a paedophile in peace. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> not, not saying that, but I'm just saying like, it was more so that he didn't damage the reputation of the royal family. Listen, the reputation of the royal family is damaged. Not publicly, it's not, which is why people still travel here to see them. Well, no. I think if, like you're, if, he, if, you live in, if you live in the UK and you know anything to do with Charles, Camilla, Princess Diana, the Queen sending out secret death okay, notes. Okay, so what like, I'm saying is if you're a stoner and you believe in conspiracy no, theories like us... I think a lot of people have an opinion on the royal family. I think that everyone knows that we're not, none of us are stupid. I think we realise that there's a, benef there's a financial um, reason to have them around. Like They bring tourism into the country. However... Okay, so what, what, what uh, resolution? Would I give to Andrew? I'd say... Um, Stop shagging kids. <laughs> she was 17. No proof he's shagging kids. Okay, yeah, allegedly. My resolution to Andrew would be like, um, 
spend more time at Pizza Hut and Pizza Express in, in, in Woking. It seems like when you're in Woking, in, um, when you're in, bad things don't happen if yeah, you're there. Bad things don't seem to happen if you're there. That would be like my one resolution to him because I think, yeah, that's his one saving grace. Um, I mean, I think he should definitely see a doctor about not being able to sweat. Oh my God, that's quite, a, that. quite an issue. Like the fact, yeah, like this, I'm a... Extre- what? Oh, babes, you need to see this interview. He come out like... Andrew is the liar of About the year. A couple year. weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Shit, I'm really out of the loop on this. Okay, I'm going to. He knows that he one. wasn't with the girl apparently because um, he was actually at a Pizza Express in Woking. Take get yourself a case for libel, my darling. <laughs> and the royal family um, do not treason. want to miss. Treason. <laughs> Off with your head. Allegedly, Penny. the girl described him as being quite sweaty, and he said that because he had an extreme amount of adrenaline during the Falcons War or something like that, that around that period, he wasn't sweating. Which can happen. It's rare, but it can happen. That oh, was yeah, wild. It, yeah. Oh, it wasn't me. I, was, I wasn't sweating that week. I <laughs> 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 yeah. wasn't sweating that week. You know, you sit there and you're like, oh, what plausible lie can I think of to what? cover up this paedophilia? I don't sweat. And he was like, oh, that couldn't have possibly been me in that picture because that's not the type of clothes I would wear. My fingers are fatter than that. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like 10 ways on not to lie on TV. Yeah, just don't lie on television. Okay, next celebrity, who can we give advice to? Okay. Um, what about Drake? I've heard. Drake's Drake's resolution should be come find me. I'll I'll run away with you. (laughs) Go, I think you'd have to step into a time machine and go back 10 years for Drake to be interested. Why? Why? Oh my God, it's, I feel like people are quite naive to this. I am. Listen, I'm telling you, with regards to Me Too, time's up. Time is up for Drake. And what? it's coming in 2020. Why? What, have you not heard? Firstly, so it starts with the rumours about how Drake has been messaging these underage girls. But he's also really public about it. Like who Drake? Like I used to call you on my cell phone. Yeah, that Drake. I used to slide into your DMs. Whatever, yeah. whatever what Drake do you Drake? know? <laughs> Drake has been messaging underage. Can somebody go? Okay, on listen. Are you are you ready? Okay, <laughs> so Drake has been messaging Millie Heppel Bobbleworth. That little Millie is that an actual Heppel name? Bobbleworth. <laughs> What's her name? Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eleven. Eleven, yes. No way. She's eleven. No, no her that's name's her name in the program. In the oh, She's eleven, yeah. yeah. Which is obviously what first attracted Drake to her. Um, <laughs> Allegedly, she has admitted that Drake messages her. Millie Bobble Hepperworth. <laughs> What's her name? I don't know. Millie. I don't Millie, know. Eleven. Millie, Bobby Dowler. No, Bobble Brown. The person that got killed. Millie Brown. Okay. She's gone from Millie Heppel Bobbleworth to <laughs> Millie, Millie Brown. Brown. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Super reliable sources here <laughs> at Cocktails and Confessions. Can somebody no, find she, out what her name is, please? She's been open and public about how Drake texts her and messages her. How old is she? What is she, 16 now? She was 14 at the time when she wow. said it. Wow. Yeah, but how was he messaging her? But listen, it was just casual messaging. But, okay. but... There was also someone else that came out this year being like, Drake has been messaging me. I think it was Billie Eilish. Is that why she's she's cancelled? Is she cancelled? Yeah, Billie Eilish is cancelled party. 
What? Oh, I didn't. I don't know. It about was this. trending all day yesterday. Was it? Do you remember um, Susan Boyle's album launch party and the, it, she put the hashtag as Susan Anal Bump Party? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Susan Anal Bump Party. <laughs> okay, well, listen. Anyway, Drake is apparently coming up next. So we'll just see what happens with that. Okay. Right, we're going to do a Ask Us Anything which we put out to our followers on uh, Instagram. If you guys want to send us questions or contribute to the podcast, we're at Cocktails Confessions, at Cocktails Cock Talk. But let's start with something nice and easy. I'm wanting one word answers, guys. Tinsel on the Christmas tree. Tacky or not? No, it's about what... Okay, thank you. <laughs> no? Oh, yeah, one word answers, sorry. No Christmas tree, full stop. Oh, oh agreed. Yeah, no decorations, really? can't be asked. Yes. Okay, oh, I think just... you're all wrong. Yeah. I think since it's tacky and let's ditch it. Okay. They've <laughs> 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 ditched the whole tree, so they were in agreement with you. They're not even having a tree. I want no tree. Okay, next question. <laughs> um, Alana Bell says, do you ever hate someone for no reason? You just fucking hate them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you hate for no reason? Actually, that's. I was going to say Piers Morgan, but I've got a thousand reasons why I hate the him. The thing is, when someone's famous, I feel like yeah. you always have a reason. Oh, right, no, to... I feel like there's certain times that you might meet somebody and your spirit just doesn't match with theirs or your energy just doesn't agree. And for some reason, they just get your back up. You're just like, you can't quite put your finger on it, oh, but they're right. just great on you. Like, she's a fucking jar. Do you not feel, feel like it's just... There's something about their physical appearance that no, gets in that. No, because there's beautiful. There's some beautiful people that I know that I'm just like, do you know what? He's really fit, but he's a fucking idiot. But is that because of something that you don't know? It sounds like you have a reason. The question was about, do you hate people for no reason? Oh, right there. So then, no, I would. No, say- you clearly fucking hate people for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> do I just? Well, hate's a strong word anyway. I don't hate anybody. Let's just look at someone and think, ugh, I want to fucking yeah. punch I it. hate loads of people for no reason. Who? Oh, there's people in my office. There's people people I walk past in the street. There's people that I, um, there's people I just fucking hate. There, there's people that I work with. The second I looked at them, I was like, I ain't never speaking to you. Just because I hate them. But to be fair, I feel like a lot of this comes from, it says no reason. Yeah, but I feel like all of, there's always a reason, whether it's subconscious or not, whether you Listen, to your vibe it. attracts your tribe and you know when somebody's not your people. I look at some people and I'm like, you ain't one of mine. Yeah, but that's different. You can I look agree. at somebody and, and know that they're not your people, but do you hate them for that? You just know that- I spit on them. You're not gonna <laughs> roll, <laughs> you just know you're not gonna roll with them. I think you always have a reason. I think even, or well, I do anyway, and even if I feel like I hate someone for not oh, having a, a reason, it's because I've noticed probably or recognized a subtle pattern of behavior in them that reminds me of something else probably. But yeah, I think I've always got reason to hate someone okay and, i think most and, of us and do. actually hate them yeah i don't really hate anyone but dislike them strongly yeah it's okay. just about wanting to punch people <clears throat> calm down okay it's not about like actual like well punching people leads to prison oh my god there's one person that i would love to spot them in there please spit it out um I can't say. Okay, very interesting wrap up from Mark. As <laughs> <laughs> fucking usual. <laughs> so glad we've got you here. Yeah. Um, um, next question is travel or a com? This comes from 
Brian Heller. Thanks, Brian, for writing. Hang on, what? We love Travel you. or a com? So, do you get the shag round to yours or do you go to the shag's house? Once I've renovated, a com. <laughs> yeah, I, whenever I had Uber around, it was always my house. Always. I never, ever went to other people's places. Yeah, like, unless you're booking that Uber, I ain't coming nowhere. Oh, I love that. I can't wait to be in that space. I love how she just said she ain't going nowhere. Well, we know full well she travelled down to Surrey to get strangled. <laughs> um, I'm leaving. It was really nice talking to you. Goodbye. <laughs> but again, this was like before you guys had like your places. So obviously I'm the only travel person in the group, but I would only travel. You live at home? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'd be like, oh my God, can you come around and strangle me? But just be really quiet about it because my dad's in the next room. It no, but do you remember work. a few years ago, there was that guy, like, people going missing in other people's houses. Yeah. And, like, I just feel like if you're going to be having random hookups, it's always better maybe to, to I don't know, just to do it in your Get own. Get around to yours and have a knife by the bed. Yeah, have a knife, by, by, the, have a knife by the bed. Have a knife by the bed or a hammer. Something heavy because... um. When you're going around to these people's houses, you don't know who the fuck these people are. And when that door closes, that must be the last thing you ever hear. Wow. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Happy <laughs> New Year. I'm sure they'll hear that. I'm sure some get... sort of noises between <laughs> yeah, the door I mean? closing yeah. and the death. The zip unlocking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely feel... the. I think an, uh, an element... Interesting, next question. <laughs> An element to it is um, laziness, and an element to it is safety. These Next question. Teabagging, discuss. Does, that, does anybody actually do it? I've never. No, it's quite an outdated notion. Nobody's teabagged me in my mean? life. <laughs> You're not doing enough. Hang honey. on. Right. I'm four, so four. Go <laughs> four teabagging. Just, just define teabagging. Well, either they're squatted over you with their balls dipping into your mouth or balls. you're dipping your balls into their mouth. Neither. Never happened. What? Nope. <clears throat> Squatting. <laughs> that does sound a bit squatting. Okay, you don't have to do other ways. Ain't nobody squatting on my face. You can be sitting on their face. You oh, can... I've done that, but yeah. not with not with balls. But to be honest, it's a tea bag, so you can oh, suck, no, you can suck someone's balls like. whilst they're laid on the bed. But, but that's then not that tea doesn't bagging. count as tea bagging. Tea bagging has to be like the, the actual, dunk. No, I the dunk. Never partaken in a oh, tea bag. Oh, you're a liar, bitch. No, I'm not. Listen, I've partaken in a lot of things. Okay, she's not a liar. It's just a disappointment in bed. That's all. Yeah. Well, because I don't make people squat over my face. I don't think you're making them a lot more vanilla than what I thought. I think they're freely squat. And as well, like, would that be on the? So I laying on the floor for them to squat on my face because otherwise a mattress ain't stable oh. do squats. <laughs> I don't even like doing squats in the gym you, you think you'd be lying on the floor darling come on go with the program I didn't you realize dangle your head you off the side of the bed fucking tea baggers how about oh no I didn't realise you were so vanilla when it came to sucking a bit of bowl listen bitch <laughs> you know I ain't vanilla <laughs> there's one thing I'm not and that's vanilla <laughs> let's get that clear okay let's test it I'll choke you oh to death God, and you <laughs> don't protest. Okay, deal. Done. Get those. Why get... don't we try some teabagging now, Danny? Okay, hun. Yeah. I'll lay down. Yeah. <laughs> On the floor or mattress? Oh, no. I think Mark was, he was going to lay down. I think oh. Was... oh, oh, babe. Those sacks dried up years ago. There's oh, no chance of that with me. Goodness. Unless you've got magnifying glass, you ain't going to find my hand. <laughs> They're so far pushed up in my tummy. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay, so do, do you like it? Well, obviously, Danny, no. Mark, yes. Swan, yeah. I, know you, I know you love some dangly balls, that's yeah. for sure. 
Yeah, well done. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> Darren got close to the <laughs> microphone to let us know. Yes, I do love teabagging. Dangly balls. Two minutes left. How on. much can I say? <laughs> yeah. Right. What's the next question? Have we put, put, <laughs> can, we fit, can we fit one more question in? Yeah, I think we can always fit one more. Right, we've got two Can't minutes. Wait. Let's do it. So just very quickly, we have one message from Miss Hannah J that says... Oh, big up Cherry. Big up Cherry. <laughs> cherry. <laughs> cherry says... Prosecco and anal, question mark. Prosecco and anal, Always. <laughs> New Year's resolution, Prosecco and anal. Yeah. Although, you know, preferably if you could I've do that. I've a really anal. wild story, actually, about Prosecco and anal. <laughs> but, oh, um, you can can you fit it into 60 seconds? I'll say that for the next podcast. I like to mention a lot of things that I can't actually talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, can I just Thanks for the headlines, but no news, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> this is a good one to end on, I think, because okay. it's directed kind of at us lot. Um, Louis Kirby says, or is it Louis Kirby? I know that name. I don't. Louis Louis Kirby says, you all seem quite confident. Any tips? Fake it till you make it. Oh my God, I was just about to say fake Fake it till you make it. it. Oh, listen, I agree. None of us are confident whatsoever. Yeah, like, all just a ruse. Speak for yourself, I am. We're in a room with a bottle of vodka and a bottle of Prosecco. That's what you got to do. Yeah, Yeah, drink your way through it. No, I think um, a lot of people that come across as confident usually are the ones that are the most insecure or have social anxiety. So, yeah, again, like, it's just, yeah, like, some people just handle it differently. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I really panic about certain things, but then when I'm put in front of the situation, all of a sudden I've got this, like, level of confidence that... Like what? Huh? Like what? What type of situations? Yeah, just like with situations where you don't feel is like confident. Um, bottoming. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no, yeah, like, you're, do you not feel like, as confident <laughs> bottoming? Aren't you, aren't you yeah. like daddy top? No. No? Um, no, not even on a sexual element. Daddy's, I know, daddy's versatile. <laughs> I know that everything has to be sexual, but for instance, like... No, it, no like last year, um, I was running a queer live mic night and I had to introduce the acts before they would come on. And I don't know, like, even though it was, to be honest, a room full of friends, every time I had to get up, up on the mic and be like, and up next is blah, blah, singing that. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, I just got like, you just get nervous sometimes. And, but then the nerves kick in and the adrenaline starts pumping. And then this character, like, you're like, hello. And then, but to other people watching that, they're like, oh my God, he's so confident. Meanwhile, five minutes before that, you were inhaling into a brown bag. Like, right. do you get what I mean? So right. like, totally. that's what I'm trying to say is that like, people that come across as confident might not necessarily be as confident as what you imagine them to be. Most of the time are not as confident as you imagine them to be. Yeah. Totally. Like there's a singer called Summer Walker that is blowing up at the moment and she- Blowing up, hey Summer oh, Bear. Yeah. She, she's the one who cancelled her tour because of social anxiety. Because of social yeah. anxiety. Oh, did she? And I yeah. feel like, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. And she, um, she's got this amazing voice. The songs that she sings about are, you. I think you have to have a level of confidence to sing about those songs. But as soon as she's in a live situation, you can see, literally see her clamming up on stage because of this. So I just feel like confidence comes in different packaging and different um, ways of putting it forth. I agree. <laughs> okay, no, I think yeah? you, no, I think you articulate that really well. Yeah. Don't take the 
space of silence for you <laughs> 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 need that keep it going <laughs> no honestly i do agree and i think listen it's just it's just a thing that who, whoever looks as confident as what you perceive it's always something that you perceive mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's never perception yeah, it's never that you never know what's going on in each person's life. Well, you do stand up comedy now, so how does that? How does you've got to have a level, and you do roast battles where you've got to be on the ball, sharp, banging out these quick clapbacks. What? Where's your level of confidence, or where's your state of mind when you're put into that situation? Um, obviously, like the more you do, the better you get. The yeah. more the more stand up comedy I do, the more confidence I have. I don't ever feel. When I first started, I was so nervous. It was like a proper, okay, wow. I would have like, get so anxious almost before every sort of performance. But yeah, it is just something that you get used to. And I think the same comes for confidence, you know, whether it's doing a stand-up comedy show or approaching a guy in the bar, the more you do something, the easier it gets for you. So if it's something that you harbour anxiety around, it's very difficult to put yourself out there and do more in something that you dislike doing. There's different types of confidence, like maybe somebody wouldn't be able to come and sit on a podcast and speak so candidly about stuff that they get up to, especially this type of podcast where it's all kind of like, it's nitty gritty, isn't it? Like, we're not on here. It's gross, yes, I agree. (laughs) And some people might not have the confidence to do that, whereas like, for instance, like, People know that like I wear hats and that was because when I was like 17, I lost my hair and then I lost my confidence. And But I'm still uh, seen as a confident person. But would you catch me necessarily walking down the street with a hat on? Still, that's a level of confidence that I've got yeah. to build up. Yeah. Whereas there's somebody who might be bald and not have any issue with that, but we're able to come and sit on the podcast and totally. wouldn't be able to do that. So like, It depends on it, the kind of confidence. It, it depends on the type of confidence and yeah. where you're applying that confidence to. I agree. If in doubt, channel Rebecca Moore. Yay! <laughs> Always. These oh, lo- this is or the Rebecca Vardy. These lovely big tits. This, that's the one thing I will attest to. Yeah, if in doubt, channel Rebecca Moore. This dick ain't going to suck And you'll put a taxi drive <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, we're going to have to wrap up soon. Oh. Well, can I just say before we go that it's been um, a lovely six months? Six months. Yeah, sitting down and chatting shit with all of you. Um, so here's to 2020. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> here's to Cheers, six months of Cheers, guys, to great podcasting Yay. and letting people into our private lives and yeah, and do you know scrutinizing what? others, people's private lives and private yeah. bits. And like, thank you to everyone who's tuned in so far. Obviously, I know it was quite a big thing for us for all of us at the start like we all really wanted it to go well we'd put a lot of work in with regards to bulk recording and everything like that so yeah i hope you guys have enjoyed 2019 so far obviously when 2020 returns we'll be discussing all of the pedophiles and all of the (laughs) all of the scandals all the scandals all of the dating disasters triumphs a scandal scandal um yeah cheers guys and Happy Big up the patrons. Happy New Year, bitch. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Keep sending them coins. Happy New Queer. <laughs> Woo!